When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with my co-host, Heather. Hi, everybody. Oh, a new intro. And Joe. Hello. Same intro. We're here to discuss season two, episode number nine, Eggs. And before we do, we'll pass around the feeling stick. I do not have anything this time. Joe, do you? Mm. On the feeling stick, not this time. (laughs) And I, too. This might be a first. No one has anything for the feeling stick. Nice. I don't know if that's ever happened. We'll move right along then into the Netflix episode description of the episode Eggs. Jess frets about her biological clock when a friend gets pregnant, while Nick and Winston seek inspiration at the zoo for Nick's zombie-themed novel. <laughs> Two descriptions in a row that don't mention Winston. And it was a heavy Winston, well, Winston supportive. played into Yeah, Nick. supportive. Yeah. Guest stars from this episode include Kay Cannon, who plays Melissa, who you might recognize from Pitch Perfect 1, 2, and 3. She's actually a writer and producer and wrote and produced episodes of New Girl. Yeah, she looks familiar, but... So, we'll jump right into the episode. Jess, Cece, Nick, Melissa, and Sadie. So, we've already met Sadie. um, And this is her wife or partner, Melissa, are sitting around the table celebrating five years together. And unfortunately, while they're eating, they can hear Schmidt and Schmidt's boss, Emma, who we didn't see in the last episode, but from two episodes ago, we know he signed some weird sex contract with her, can hear them in the room, which is really gross. And Sadie refuses to have a drink because we find out that she's pregnant. Congrats. And then we have the opening intro, and they're still at the dinner when they come back. And when they're talking about having a baby and, you know, how long it takes or when it's appropriate, she says that as their friendly neighborhood gynecologist, most 30-year-old women have lost 90% of their eggs when they turn 30. But there's a test that they can take to see how many childbearing years they have left, basically. But the funniest part of the conversation is the awkwardness and uneasiness of Nick. Yes. Yes. Because he's just like... uh, I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah, this is very uncomfortable. Well, I think he says I'm so comfortable, actually, like, yeah. ironically. Oh, my favorite part, though, of that scene was when Jess says, I spent $6 on this bottle of wine. Yeah. 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 She wants yeah. her to drink it. Yeah. And then once Schmidt and the boss get louder, oh. she says, all right, somebody describe a, a movie and a plot very loudly. Yes, yes, that was funny. That was funny. It's weird that Schmidt's bedroom is off the kitchen. Well, it's the library. Oh, that's right. It's the yeah, library. It's not supposed yes. to be And then be a he room. puts his head out and says, congratulations. I know. I know. Like, he could just pop out. He totally multitask there. Really? <laughs> so we find out that Jess is desperate to take this test to see how many eggs she has left, and Cece doesn't really care about it. And that's when Winston walks in and says good morning because he works nights, and we're going to find out he's on an adjusted schedule. Yeah. And Nick is so uncomfortable. He says, they're talking about eggs and having babies. Please take me with you. And goes to work. <laughs> he pulls a CC situation and goes to work with Winston. I was like, Nick, couldn't you just say, I have to go to the store? 
Or, or I go, have a headache. Or to his room? Yeah, or yeah. his room, yeah. <laughs> so then we just have a brief scene of Schmidt in the bedroom with his boss, and she says that sex with him was fine, but she was basically bored, and he's very upset. Right. Oh, my God. And the funniest line in there, and again, it's the way he delivers it. Yeah. He's like, oh, I broke your brain, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? They do a lot of breaking things during sex. It's yeah. so yeah. funny. So we're with Winston at work and Nick's sitting next to him. He's getting really inspired because Winston's doing what he loves. And he says he's going to go home and write his novel. But uh, Winston says sometimes it seems like Nick doesn't actually want to write. And we see a flashback of him just flat out throwing his laptop, which is very expensive. Yeah. Off the kitchen counter. And even Manny from Cerritos doesn't exactly do Manny yes. online. So Winston says when he does do it, when he does write the zombie novel, Winston's gonna be the first to read it. Yeah. Now we're back at the dinner scene with Melissa and Sadie leaving, and Schmidt comes running out, and because he's had this experience with the boss saying she was bored with having sex with him, he wants to talk to her about what's he what he's referred to as before as their shared interest. Yeah. <laughs> because she's a genius, excuse my language. And she says, Look, this is my free time. If you want to talk to me about this, you can make an appointment and pay the forty dollar copay at my office. And what I appreciated was Jess saying, Jar, jar, all around jar. Jars are yeah, all around. I'm like, okay, finally. Um, yeah. And unfortunately I discovered something. So he says, hashtag excited. And I text that meme to literally everyone I know, never realizing he was saying it in response to what he was saying it to. Hashtag hashtag excitement rather, not excited. Okay, that's funny. So I'm going to start using that less. (laughs) Yeah, understandably. So they close the door and Jess is completely freaking out about not having enough eggs. Cece's kind of rolling her eggs, uh, rolling her eggs, (laughs) rolling her eyes. That'd be challenging. Rolling her eyes, and Jess says that the only eggs that Jess has left are the weird, evil ones that have watched all their siblings die. Starts yelling crazy stuff out the window, and the girl's ending up having to duck and turn off the lights because the response from the men on the street. Right. Anything about that before I move on? Yeah. Uh, Oh. Okay. So there there was some funny lines in that because... This is where Jess also is getting ready to throw away the microwave. No, that hasn't happened yet. Oh, that hasn't happened. All right, there's no funny lines from that then. Okay, good. There's one that we noticed. So we're, there's plenty of funny lines. We just don't talk about every single one. (laughs) So they're at the doctor's taking the test, and Jess is asking a bunch of really weird questions about, like, if she sat in a hot tub too long, did that cook her eggs? Self-tanning. Self-tanning. Yeah, not even in a tanning bed. Well, Well, there's people. The the exact line was, I just want to make sure I didn't sunny side up my eggs from a hot jacuzzi. I feel so so bad for Jess because you can tell she's genuinely so nervous and traumatized. Good acting from Zoe. Yes. So now we're back with Nick at the loft and he finds Jess throwing out ketchup packets and a whole entire microwave. Joe, did you have something to say about that? Yeah. So Nick was hilarious. He's like... Wait a minute, you can't throw out the microwave. It's what makes burritos delicious. delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I see him eating a cold burrito just fine. And then yeah. Jess is like, are you kidding me? Are your burritos more important than my family? Right. <laughs> You're really putting me in a tough spot here. What's this oh, my gosh. <laughs> well. And, I- then, and then Nick says, Jess. I'm a writer. I create life. Mm-hmm. That's right. He does say that. So, well, I just thought, because he tries to calm her down. Nick is really a lot, to me, he seems a lot nicer in season two. Yes. 
And it's just almost foreshadowing because he says, you're going to meet someone Mm -hmm. and be fine. Exactly. Now, that's foreshadowing. It is. I like to use that term, but it fits. Then Winston comes in and tells him to stop yelling because he's on his adjusted schedule. When he hears what's happening, he Schmidt offers to just have a baby with Jess in an inappropriate (laughs) jar-filled way. And Winston says, no, he needs to because with her eyes and his Blair Underwood-like skin. And I don't know if you noticed, but Schmidt says in the background, that baby could get get into any any school school at once. It. Well, he <laughs> also said, I have tadpoles of gods. Yeah. 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 And oh, yeah, then yeah. Jess is like, I just want to make it clear. I didn't ask any of you to father a child with me. <laughs> yeah. When Nick's like, good, because it's definitely not going to be me. Okay, oh, Nick. Foreshadowing. Yeah. And then they try to tell him, like, to calm down. He's not Ernest Hemingway. And that's when he realizes that's his problem. He needs to be more like Ernest Hemingway. He needs to kill a man with his bare hands. Yeah. And write a run from bulls or something and they're like you don't know anything about Hemingway do you no but I'm gonna find out you clowns and the, did, did, I think the only thing about Hemingway did he say something about alcohol yeah yeah that was true yeah yeah I think he was just well he ends up drinking I don't know if he said it in the he called it question. writer's fuel that's when he was yes, at the zoo, the zoo. oh okay okay yeah. gotcha. not the zombie zoo not the, the zombie zoo, zoo. So before we get to the zoo, Schmidt goes to his appointment at Sadie's, which is ridiculous. And we find out that he's potentially more knowledgeable than Sadie and that the, her baby hormones are making are, are not as gay as she is. So she's actually being attracted to Schmidt while he discusses his bedroom antics. And also, you know, I like shows to stay realistic. Now, she told Schmidt to pay his $40 copay. Mm-hmm. Okay, his insurance was not going to approve that doctor's appointment. Well, also, everyone's copay is different. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like you need to run his insurance to know what his copay is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting real into the details here. Well, I just. Also, he didn't it. get a lot of time for the $40. And no. That, that story that he concocted and the uh, euphemisms were hilarious. Yeah. You know, ending with, and then everybody gets a churro. A churro. <laughs> yeah. And there's a thank you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then I go right, and then I go in this pool. It was like it was and, never going to end. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was lengthy. Yes. yes. That was definitely the funniest part. That's what I did. Of the show. Yeah. 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 So Nick walks in and wakes Winston up and tells him that they have to go on an adventure to be more like Hemingway, and they end up at the zoo. We find out Winston's only had 13 minutes of sleep. It's not enough. And Nick's drinking. Before we get deeper into that, uh, we're back at Sadie. Sadie's this episode a lot. We're back yeah. at the doctor's office, and she's giving them the results. Jess is freaking out, but she's like, don't worry, your numbers are off the charts. And then when she goes to look up Cece, says, I think I better talk to you alone. Yeah, that was lame. Why? Because if Cece ever needed just support, it was then. Well, well yeah, it's a medical thing. You what wasn't know. lame is <laughs> Jess sings... I am the egg queen, and she sings it. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, because uh, the doc's like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> the egg queen. Because she always has to sing something. Oh, yeah, she, she does. Sing. Whether yeah. it's because of nerves or she's happy about something, she's always got to sing it. Yeah. She does. So Cece and Jess are outside, and Cece shares that if she wants to have kids, she'd have to start right now. And she hates being a girl, and it's not fair. So Jess says, let's be guys for the day. So before we see how they be guys for the day, Emma and Schmidt, things still aren't working. And 
they basically have a conversation that leads Schmidt to realize, I don't know how he didn't know, that he's in love with Cece. So he's not going to enjoy sex with other women. He is now known what love is, and he should be with Cece, and he comes to that realization. And he has, like, rhinestones. He doesn't know how he's going to get them off. He doesn't. Yeah, I'm like... Because he's a studio 50... Studio 54. 54, 54 yeah. yeah. Yeah, bus boy. Yeah. And then and then he's like, I, who knew you, you had to have you had to have feelings, you know, oh, to, in yeah. order to have sex. Oh, yeah, he's all frustrated. You know, I, I, didn't, I don't understand But this. it paints his boss in a more human light. Thank God. Well, it made it make sense. Yeah. yeah. So we're back at the zoo, and Jess and Cece have gone to be like guys. They find Nick, and Nick yells, Jess and that girl! <laughs> Like, he doesn't know Cece's name. <laughs> well, Which he, he doesn't pay a lot of attention to her. No, so, he doesn't. Yeah. So, well, in the in the beginning, he did. Like, when Jess first got the apartment. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Well, the stereotype of guys by these two was kind of weird. Because she said... Okay, we got to be like guys. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? Uh, we'll talk about sharks, sci-fi, and wireless. <laughs> yeah, what was that wireless thing? And I'm thing? thinking, guys don't talk about any of those three things. Well, wireless, like, I think guys understand wireless. I don't, as a girl. So maybe I that's what I think you don't, as a is. person. I don't think male or female understand the concept yeah. of wireless. Wireless isn't going to sponsor us now. No one is apparently. And then, <laughs> and then in that breakup, in that breakup scene... I like when you had to you had to catch it. You had to be watching and catch it, and not watching the words in closed caption. Oh! But she says she says she's on the bed laying next to Schmidt with his ridiculous feathers and rhinestones, and she goes, "Oh well, I you know I was just trying to have a contract at work with someone you know so oh, below know. me, yeah. so below me." And he's his he looks at the, he looks at the camera like. <laughs> <laughs> That's like worse than being called a sex retirement. <laughs> she, yeah. she, yeah. she was putting him down. So bad. Yeah, but yeah. trying not to maybe throw him down. Right. Just ease him down. Well, she's kind of into her own feelings. She doesn't really care about his. No, that's obvious. Yeah. Yeah, but his face was hilarious. Yeah. So Nick runs off to be with the snakes, and he's chatting them up when Winston comes over and says, this isn't an adventure or writing. This is procrastination at the zoo, mm-hmm. and I'm on an adjusted schedule. And I think we're all tired of hearing him say that. Yeah. So Nick lashes out at him, and he says that he's just going to let all the snakes out. Yeah. But they they made that glass really good, so he couldn't. Yeah. They and sealed it really good. Yeah. Sealed it. And yeah. so Winston says, you're just not a finisher. Um, and then we go to the scene of Cece. It goes back and forth from Cece talking to Robbie, um, asking him about, does he oh. want kids? And he says yes in 10 years, and her looking sad, and just talking to Rhonda. Um, saying that she's going to be okay. And I thought it was interesting they named the, was it like, I think it was a rhino or something? Yeah. Rhonda, because they use Rhonda again oh. when Winston dates a girl named Rhonda who loves pranks. Oh, so it must be something that means something Someone's to name. a writer. Yeah. yeah. So we see then back at the loft that Nick wakes Winston up and he has finished Z is for zombie. Z is. And dedicated it to Winston by writing like, keep in touch, have a good summer. Or yeah, something. have a good summer <laughs> well, in there. Yeah. Winston, though, doesn't believe it because he's still on this procrastination thing. Right. And he says, Nick, you got three episodes into Downtown Abbey. And yes. then Nick's like, well, there's too many characters. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I that. love that. That's I wrote that line down too. Yeah, show yeah. you how he's not a finisher. Is Downtown right. Abbey that reality show about the I believe Englanders? it's Downton Abbey. Yeah, Downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey, yeah. Downton Abbey. Danton? Downton? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I thought it was What's downtown it Abbey. Oh, I don't know. It's like a period. Oh, I thought it was downtown. Okay. Downtown Abbey. I thought it was a reality show about English girls. Oh, no, it's not a reality show. It's a TV show based in like a different time period. Yeah, I don't watch period pieces. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he can't stand waiting for watching Winston to read it. So he goes into his room. He's sitting on his bed. And Jess comes in and sits next to him. And he says, in a scene I think we all love, I knew it. I knew you'd choose me. And she leans in to kiss him. And he starts laughing. Because obviously that isn't why she's there. Right. And then Schmidt comes in and says, you guys won't believe this. I'm in love with Cece. And they're all like, yeah. (laughs) And Winston comes in and says, this is the worst thing I've ever read. You misspelled rhythm 37 times. I'm like, how many? Times you need to say rhythm. Well, rhythm city. <laughs> oh, it's rhythm city. Yeah. Okay, that's right. And then we find out that he included a word search, but the joke's on us because there is no words there in is it. No, <laughs> word search. But Winston's proud of him because yeah, he finished, finished it, and then he starts to read it out loud. Oh. We find out he spells rhythm rhythm city. While he's reading it, Jess has her shoulder, her head resting on Nick's shoulder. And Winston uses the best voice, and it truly seems like the worst thing that's ever been written. The zombie zoo. Why did zombie they let zoo, us zombie out of zoo. the damn zombie <laughs> zoo? And then there's that random character. And then there was, it was like Mike and his dad, Mike Sr. He sucks. And yeah, then Nick goes, that's a, that's a big theme in the book. <laughs> no, Mike Sr. does suck. Yeah. I never wanted to be friends with them as much as I have when I watched that scene. Same Z's. Yeah, so yeah. good. It, it just seemed like such a, to me, such a short episode. I was like, whoa. Maybe because they were all together. It did move quick. But that's yeah. all he had wrote. Because Winston's like, and that's the end. Oh, that was the end? That no, was- no. I think what you're thinking of is he said, uh, just suddenly mentions the character named Katie. He's like, yeah, she's new and she gets mentioned and introduced here. And then that's it. Like, <laughs> Katie's not in it anymore. I think there were more pages. He was just like, yeah, it's confusing because it, it goes really fast. It's like, I just want to have a, my own copy of that. So desperately. Yes. So that concludes our discussion and brings us to your favorite Jess look, which I just didn't even have one. Yeah, I, I didn't have one as far as clothes, but it's just always fun to see her hair in a ponytail. Yes, that's yeah. true. Joe, did you have a favorite Jess look? She had... Well, it looked like a bow tie sweater with black dots, and there was a white sweater on in one of the scenes. Well, she wore an orange sweater to Sadie's office. She did wear a white, I yeah, think, with black polka white dots. With, oh, with black. Yeah, and there was yeah. like a little black trim. I don't know. Oh, the first it. trip to Sadie's office. It was just, yeah, yeah it was you're just, right. It was just weird. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, best dressed, I didn't have anybody either. And not to repeat myself from last week's episode, um, but I can never resist Winnie B in a business suit. Nice. Okay, yeah. that's a good one, Joe. Best dressed? Um, you know, this wasn't a fashion type of statement no. episode. Yeah, very casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't even pay attention because it was, it was such a funny episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, episode. the two girls could have been the best dressed. I didn't even... The, their faces and all the discussions were just yeah. <laughs> so hilarious. So you were more focused on the content. I was going content okay. and, and facial expressions mm-hmm. yeah. throughout that were hilarious. I can see where you would do that. I Although I guess the feathers and rhinestone look was pretty good. Oh, cool. that's a good one. Sure. I wish I would have put that. Yeah. See, the way your mind works, you catch things that we don't. So that yeah. brings us to favorite Schmidt moment, which I can't believe this, but I didn't have one. You know what? I kind of struggled. Oh my yeah. gosh! How could you struggle? The the main soliloquy of the show. Soliloquy. Yeah. Soliloquy. Soliloquy. Yeah. The main yeah. that. <laughs> this is 
Timberwolves all over again. And the speech on the ends in with the, the doctor's churro. office. Yeah. Oh. Ends with the churro. All the different twists and turns. And oh wait, I had that. That was hilarious. <laughs> no, but I put it in a different place. Okay. Yeah, okay. That, that was hilarious, and and it was right, and, and probably honorable mention was the conversation around the table where Nick felt uncomfortable about. Yeah, that was talking funny. about everything, yeah. and that that was hilarious too. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so that brings us so, to what me. Your favorite Schmidt moment? You said you didn't have one. No, I said I struggled with it. Oh, okay. But for me, and only a real Schmidt fan would probably take this, but just in that moment of him recognizing the depth of his feelings for Cece, I thought it was a powerful scene. I'm not going to cheer up, but I did at home. We appreciate that. Yeah. The jar count was two was for Schmidt, one for Sadie. But then an ambiguous all-around jars. Right. Oh, so that that was powerful. I'm like, yeah. thank you. So it's an unknown <laughs> number, technically. Right. That brings us to favorite or funniest moment of the episode. Mine is literally everything about the novel Z is for Zombie. Yeah. Amazing. I can't wait to do the reward search yeah. and read it someday. Heather, Mike Senior sucks. That's a, a very important theme. Yes. What was your favorite moment? Um, or funniest, sorry. I actually have a tie. So I I wrote so much stuff about why I loved that because it was just the roommates and the dynamic between them when mm-hmm. they were reading Z is for Zombie. That mm-hmm. was my first favorite. Yeah. Now, my second favorite, and this is going to be shocking because mm-hmm. I'm a pretty well-established prude, but Schmidt, his soliloquy at Sadie's office. Oh, so Joe's favorite Schmidt moment. Yeah, was your so favorite. I agree yeah. with Joe. Yeah. Joe, what was your favorite or funniest moment overall? Also the Schmidt scene still or something different? Oh yeah, that was that was funny. Although the Z for Zombie reading was funny yeah. too. Yeah. So we yeah. kind of all agree on this. Yeah. 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 So the Honey Roast Award for the best character, performance, scene writing, inanimate object, I am giving to Winston because I like how he supported Nick in this episode. And his beautiful reading of Zia Zombie. Exactly. Zia's Zia's deep, for zombie. Very deep voice. I don't know why he thought the book had to be read like that. Well, he's getting into this whole DJ scene. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Heather, who are you giving the Honey Roast Award to? This is something I rarely do, but I'm giving my Honey Roast to Cece. Ooh. And the reason why is because if you look at the episode... Aside from when she talks to Robbie about kids, she doesn't say a lot, but yeah. her face, like her face looks different. Yeah. Like she's so traumatized. True. And so I, when I always appreciate when an actor uses mm. their face more mm. than their voice. Which they're all good at. They're all good very at. very strong in this episode. Yeah. Joe, who's your honey roast or what is your honey roast award? So, and that's interesting with Cece because I, I felt this, the, if you, if you take the opening scene and what they're actually talking about, which sets the table for the episode, mm-hmm. the episode is actually about eggs and, and losing them as you get older mm-hmm. and this and that. And then we find out in the doctor's office that Cece's got to have them right now. So the main story should have been about Cece mm-hmm. and it just got buried in all the hilarious, oh. You know, banter of Schmidt mm-hmm. right. and Nick with his book. Right. That it kind of overshadowed what really this, the whole episode was about. It was supposed to be about fertility, mm-hmm. right? Right. And you had an egg queen, a.k.a. Jess, 
And then you had a girl who had to have it now. And you're right. They didn't have enough. They didn't follow up on that Jess part enough. Or the Cece part enough. Yeah. She only had that one conversation with Robbie. And he said, yeah, like in 10 years I will. Right. And she didn't even say anything. But the next episode focuses heavy on the aftermath. Well, we can't talk about the next episode. No, but I was just addressing. But see, I think that everyone looks at it different. Because as a woman and someone who has kids, I only walked away with... I, I Schmidt's storyline was like nothing to me. It was almost an annoyance. And I only walked away with what happened to Cece and Jess. I only walked away with Schmidt. Well, you're not worried about having kids. Yeah. yeah. But the thing about Schmidt is that technically, if you had the time to, to, to watch all the episodes, I would say 90% he ends up taking over. Well, you're, he's your favorite character. Well, yeah, that's yeah. how I. That's how I. Perceive but he it. does. He really. But they're does. each equally good at stealing a scene. Is I he think. your favorite, Joe? He Didn't does. Yeah, because it went. It went from her talking about eggs and fertility to the sexual part. You but know Heather, what I'm saying? is Schmidt your favorite what, character? Do you have though? a favorite character? Uh, I would say it'd be between Nick and Jess. Oh. Yeah, between okay. those two, but Schmidt, I mean. He just so Schmidt's almost like the obvious choice. Yeah. But but my humor, I'm not really a Schmidt humor kind of guy. My personal humor, I mean. Yeah. I'm more of a Nick Nick kind of guy. Yeah, Nick. You know what I'm saying? Although I'm not as direct as he is in a lot of times. But you have the understated humor, but you definitely don't have the negativity of Nick. Yeah. And your favorite character is Nick. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, they're all my favorite. But so that brings us to the bear discussion. I think we all caught it. Joe, did you catch the bear? You didn't catch it, Heather? No. Well, Heather. had to be in the zoo. They were at a zoo. Oh, they were at a zoo. Yeah. When Cece and Ruby are talking about having babies, they're sitting across from a bear. And he's like, rawr. See, that's when I was <laughs> A whole live bear. <laughs> that's when I was into Cece's face, you guys. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. That yeah. means she really deserved the honey roast. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure she's not worried about it. So that concludes our discussion (laughs) on episode number nine, Eggs. We will see you guys next week to discuss episode number 10. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.